Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. It's Melissa here. We are coming to you from the Latch Mama headquarters outside of Midlothian, Virginia. And we are talking about creativity today, which is like one of my favorite topics. Um, It's kind of what's brought us all together with Latch Mama. And we have our resident graphic designer and all things creative, creative, yeah, (laughs) Lila with us today. Um, She makes all of our beautiful graphics. And we're just going to chat. We're going to chat about motherhood and um, different ways to bring creativity into it. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, business owner and tired mom of five. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, nursing, parenting, and all things motherhood. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you for being here. I don't feel like we could have done this like a year and a half ago. I know. I feel like you've been on on quite the little journey with us, Lila. It's yeah. been nice. Um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Oh, man. <laughs> um, well, uh, so I guess like I have always liked drawing. Okay. Um, I remember you know, like being in kindergarten and uh, first grade and, you know, they would have the like dress up like your future career. And I would, I remember like getting like this, my mom's big cardigan and like, and being like, I want to be an artist. (laughs) Sweet. Was your, was your mom artistic? You know, um, I feel like everybody in my um, home is a little artistic. My mom, not as much, but I do have like a memory of her painting like flowers all over our furniture. (laughs) And I actually, um, this is like, she kind of like laughs at me, but I still have this vase where she took like Mod Podge and like vintage uh, wallpaper and like, and like pasted it on there. And like, I still have it. That is awesome. (laughs) But my dad was actually more of the um, artistic one. Like he used to draw all the time and I think I probably got it from him. So you grew up and you got married. Mm -hmm. Um, You have one little boy and tell us about him. Uh, his name's Henry. Um, I act, that's actually like what kind of brought me to latched mama. Um, I, (laughs) it's actually really kind of funny, sad. Um, but I remember getting to a point where I wasn't sure what I wanted to do like with school and I was already married and I remember my mother-in-law goes, well, like what like, I really want you to do like, what, what, what would make you happy? And I thought, I was like, man, I've always wanted to go to art school. And so I'm like, you know, I talked to my husband about it and I was like, I've been thinking about maybe trying to get into art school. And he's like, do it, do it. Like, I I totally think you should do it. So I spent all this time like building up like a portfolio and, you know, I'm like, I'm just going to try. And I, um, applied to VCU art school. And this was after Henry was born. This is what this is before. Okay. <laughs> and I got in and I like I got my acceptance letter. I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to go. I'm going to at the time I was like, I'm, I was like, do people go big. to art school thinking they're going to be like artists? Like what, what do they think they're going to be like in terms of like income I, on you, the other side? You know, that? there's a lot of different things you can do. Um, <laughs> when I went in, I was like, OK. I'm just going to dream big. I'm like, I'm going to be a Disney animator. <laughs> Holy moly. You like, you shot for the, like, the <laughs> for the sky. moon. I yeah. love it. And what the sad thing is that like, I literally like got my acceptance letter and I think it was like two weeks later. I'm like, I think I might be pregnant. <laughs> 
I think that's great. It's so funny though, because we're going to talk a little bit about that today, about how creativity ebbs and flows a little bit through pregnancy and early motherhood. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know. We can we can keep. Okay, you, you finish your story though. Oh no, it's fine. so then you had Henry. Yeah, then I had Henry. Well, like, and I, you know, when I found I was pregnant, I actually. My husband was like over the moon, but I cried because I'm like, I can't go to art school now. And he's oh. like, you can totally go to art school. Like, yeah. there's no reason why you can't go. And I went through for like the um, first semester and I remember being there and like, you know, you kind of get that feeling like this is not right. Like, not like that it wasn't like that it wasn't cool and that I didn't learn a lot of stuff. But I'm, I remember being like feeling like I know that if I do this, I'm going to be like $30,000 in debt. And I just had this like feeling like, man, I I would hate to like in 18 years have my kid be like, mom, I want to go to art school and have me be like, I can't afford to send you. Yeah. So I actually ended up deciding not to go back and I was heartbroken about it, but it, and, um, like my husband was always like, this doesn't mean that you can't do art. And if you change your mind, like you can go back. So he was always very like encouraging about that. But I remember at the time just being like, you know, I don't think this is the right time. So then you found us. Yes. Which is like, (laughs) an amazing amazing gift we got i don't feel like you originally start did you mm-hmm. originally start doing art with us it's all such a blur no it's funny like i um i remember i found latch bob on you on facebook and, okay. I, and it was that ad with the um one who it was almost kind of like a dr seuss ad where she's like places you can breastfeed oh yeah and i yeah. remember thinking it was really cute and so that's actually i found latch mama and i like bought like my first shirt i think it was i think i I think the first time I bought was like World Breastfeeding Week. Okay. And, and Henry was teeny tiny teeny, then, right? Teeny. Yeah. He wasn't, um, when I first started working here, he was like six months old. Wow. And he yeah. came with you. Yep. Sweet little Henry. <laughs> yeah. He learned how to like crawl here. Yes. He started exploring. And walk. And walk. Yeah. I actually have a video. It popped up like on my feed the other day. It was like literally two, I don't know how many, it must have been like two years ago like a, f- a few days ago and it has this like it's like a Fallon is like come here and he's like walking oh. over to her and actually the funny thing is, is like I was working on something and I think he'd been walking all day yeah. and everyone's like yeah he's been walking all day and I'm like I missed it oh, I love it though <laughs> because it's like not to like toot our own horn in terms of what we've created here but it's such a great lesson in the fact that like eventually I mean you were able to find your way like yeah you know you were able to bring your baby to work and slowly transitioned into more creative role here and I mean I don't want to say you had the best of all worlds but I mean in some ways you got to be you know creative with your baby in tow and find you know that really important aspect that we're learning is a very important aspect in everybody's life whether you feel creative or not so like Brene Brown has this thing where she says that there are no like not creative people and creative people. Like mm-hmm. everybody has some form of creativity yeah. and that is how we connect with others. And that's how we make our impact into the world. Um, I know for me, um, a lot of people lose creativity on the other side of pregnancy. So like they have their baby and all of a sudden they're like, Oh my gosh, like this is so overwhelming for me. It comes very creativity disappears a little bit during pregnancy and then comes back like full force, like ocean waves afterwards. Um, which is why latch mama came about. Um, you know, I had no, no part in designing clothes in the sense that like I wasn't supposed to design clothes, but after pregnancy I was like, heck yeah, I can do anything. Yeah. I just had a baby in my bonus room. I can, uh, I, I can this make is clothes. Nothing yeah. After growing absolutely. A baby. <laughs> but it's so interesting because like, 
I know. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about like what happens when you have like a graphic that hits or what happens when, you know, I think somebody just got a tattoo of one of your, <laughs> yeah, of one of so your cool. drawings, like really, really cool moments where you know that you're leaving an impact on, you know, you're putting yourself out there because I feel like it's a form of vulnerability in some ways. Yeah. Um, and then people embrace it. It's really cool. Yeah. It's, um, you know, there's definitely, it's funny because I know every time like Sarah's the one who will like post the, um, uh-huh. like we usually coordinate together. We have like our own little channel and we'll talk like, Hey, you know, what do you think we should do? Like what, or, and sometimes we'll be inspired by things that we talk about, like on our, our calls yeah. or in the yeah. office or something. And we'll be like, Hey, you know, like maybe like, like maybe you said, Oh, you know, this happened to me this morning and we'll be like, Oh, let's do something about like mom shaming or something like yeah. that. Like, to encourage people so we get inspired like by that like I remember there was one like we were telling a joke and I think it was Corey was talking about like moms like saying um uh oh yeah my baby is like 75 months Months old old. yeah and so we've decided to make like I just jokingly was like I'm gonna I made this little silly little doodle that wasn't even like I think it took me like three minutes and I just put it in the slack channel as just like a joke and they're like and Sarah's like we're gonna use that that's awesome (laughs) I mean it's really interesting how much you know I mean we can drop factoids all day long and we can drop statistics and there's other brands that do that but it's really interesting when you combine that with um you know a graphic or an image or something that's even a little bit more creative and a little bit more connecting to others like what it can do in terms of just inspiration and stuff throughout the community. Yeah. Actually like, um, kind of talking about vulnerability, actually the, um, to date, I know it seems weird that I like obsessively check, but as soon no, as like Sarah it. puts something, I'm yeah. just like, did it do okay? Are people accepting it? And <laughs> one thing that kind of brings me some joy is that, um, currently to date, the one that's done the best is actually a picture I drew of me and my mom from the day I was born. And I decided to use, so it's a picture of me, my mom holding me as like a, a, like a day old Aww. and she, um and actually for mother's day i actually had it like professionally printed and sent to her oh but um it makes me happy that that's the one that's, that's like so done the best cool. <laughs> what is like what is drawing and i mean whether it's for us or whether it's like recreationally or on the other side of of work and stuff like what do you feel like it gives you as like a mother or a human in general um well i think a lot of things like um i think in the beginning you know, like as a child, you, um, I think you kind of want to copy your parents. And like I said, um, my dad was very like into art and, um, he, um, he actually unfortunately passed away when I was very young. Um, he had brain cancer and it kind of, um, I remember he would like leave and do, um, cause he would have to go to, we lived in North Carolina at the time and he would have to go to Chapel Hill for days on end. Mm -hmm. And one of the little things that we did to stay kind of connected is I retook my beauty and the beast tape and I wish I knew where this was and I think my mom I, I might like ask my mom if she can see if she can find it but he um while he's away he's like, I'm gonna draw you a picture of Belle and he actually Aww. drew me a picture of Belle while he was um getting chemotherapy and so um unfortunately he passed away um when I was five and it kind of became like this kind of thing that I did just to, to still feel like connected to him because I, you know, losing a parent is one of the reasons it's so hard besides like the obvious is that you kind of feel like you lose like a part of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I remember always feeling like, 
you know, this is how I can kind of keep my dad alive by like cultivating this thing. And so, you know, I drew all the time I would get in trouble at school. Because <laughs> you, you were drawing instead of. Yeah, my, um, I hate using this word, but my stepfather, he's awesome. And, um, but uh, he. Your bonus dad. <laughs> yes, my bonus dad. I like that better. <laughs> he's great. Um, I remember he would get like emails from my teachers being like, Rocky, Lila was drawing in class today. Aww, but it was probably how you, like you just said, you felt connected to your dad and yeah. you dealt with your grief and such a, I mean, it's such a beautiful thing how creativity can not only, I guess, connect us with others, but connect us with the sides of ourselves that, you know, do feel more vulnerable or do feel like we have something to offer that may not be, you know, the same as, I don't know, like friendship or something like that. Yeah. It's just such a beautiful thing that we can put, you know, kind of into the world. Um, does Henry draw at all? He started to. I've always like tried to encourage him to. Because <laughs> like my mom still has like my first drawing and I apparently was like one and it's like a circle with like two legs and it's like yeah. this one's mommy, this one's daddy, this one's Lila. Aww. And I I wanted to have something like that with him. And um he like he doesn't like he does draw, but it's still kind of like scribbles right now. But um lately he's really gotten into coloring. I got him a blues clues coloring book the other Aww. day and I bought a bunch of markers and I was like do you want to color with mommy and he's like yeah and he he's he's gotten coloring and he gets very excited and so now like I'm totally that parent like I have like all his art <laughs> on yeah. our refrigerator it's so funny because you don't know what to do with it especially I mean we have I have so many children now yeah. but like they make all the art and it's like Oh, I just want to declutter, but like, look at this. Like, this yeah. is really cute. That was his first stick person. But then when you have five kids for stick people, it's yeah. like, I mean, who's is who's? And, you know, like, yeah. what am I supposed <laughs> to do with these? Um, but we've had great success. It's interesting. Like, I mean, I definitely want to talk about creativity and motherhood, but it's interesting to watch it in kids because I have a nine year old who can get worked up emotionally, um, but he has found that like art and coloring are things that like completely balance him out. And it's really cool because he's homeschooled. And I'm not saying that creativity is not celebrated in the public school system or whatever, but he knows that like when he needs quiet time and screens aren't an option, you know, that he can go create and that he can color and that he can draw and stuff. And it's been really, really cool watching it happen because there's not any outside influence that, Hey, that's not cool. Or, you know, dude, what like your Ninjago or your not Naruto. The guy who eats Naruto. Naruto. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Your Naruto characters do not look anything like the way that they're supposed to, but you know, there's nobody saying that. And he's like in this beautiful creative space where, you know, he's seeking approval from me, but I don't know what freaking Naruto is. So I mean, I just, <laughs> it's tell, an them anime. That I just tell them <laughs> that they look beautiful and it's great, but it's so interesting how quickly creativity can get shut down too. Yeah. And no, that's what I think is such a struggle sometimes it's almost like vulnerability in the sense that like, if you get shut down enough and if you get closed down enough, suddenly you're scared to put it out there and suddenly, you know, it's, it's this thing where we all have it, whether it's cooking, whether it's decorating, whether it's music, whether it's drawing, you know, there's so many different ways to cultivate creativity. Yeah. But in so many ways, it, it, especially at an early age can get shut down. I remember I was in second grade and we were working on something 
And a friend of mine, I still remember her name was Karen. She was using puff paint. And I asked the teacher if I could use the puff paint. And I, I mean, I remember to a T where I was standing in my second grade classroom and she looked at me and she's like, yeah, you're not good with things like that. What? And I remember thinking, Oof, like now looking back on it, I mean, she was just a teacher probably having a bad day. She was overwhelmed. I mean, who gives second graders like containers of puffy paint anyways, you know, in the middle of like a regular schoolroom, not an art room. But I still remember that to this day yeah. as something that was just like, yo, you're not good at that. And like, it still takes me moments where I'm like, should I be running a clothing company? I'm not good with puff paint. I mean, it's <laughs> so funny how like so early on we can squash creativity and it becomes, I feel like such a lifeline later in life when you do want to cultivate your confidence or do want to feel like, you know, you're contributing to, um, you know, society and stuff. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever felt I, that you, at all. Uh, you telling, saying that like totally brings me back to like two instances of that. Yeah. Like the first was like, okay, so apart from, um, drawing, I also really like singing uh-huh. and songwriting. And I remember like, I was in daycare and I was getting picked up and our, the woman who always um, drove was like obsessed with Celine Dion. Uh-huh. And like, so she was like playing, I think the song was treat her like a lady. And I was like singing along to, I'm like eight years old and she paused it at some point and I kept yeah. singing and didn't realize yeah. it. And then like the woman at my school turns along and she's like, yeah, you'll never be as good as <gasps> Celine Dion. And I was like, I think even at eight, I was like, why would you say why that? Why would you ever say that? <laughs> yeah. And like, of course I'm not as good as Celine Dion, but that doesn't mean I'm not like a good singer. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I, do you I, ever remember those moments as adults? Like, do you laugh at it or do yes. you say, or do you say, like I mean I'm never going to be as good as Celine see that like I I think okay so that one doesn't bother me as much because like duh of course I'm not as going to be as good as Celine Dion like no duh but like I'm not I'm not aiming for that but um one that does bother me still is I when I was 18 I um I took a songwriting class my freshman year of college and I had um my songwriting teacher literally I I will never forget like I played a song and he he looked at me kind of strange like and he just goes you know your music your lyrics it's kind of like a baby being born without a heart. <gasps> I was like, what does that even mean? Oh but it gosh. crushed me. And honestly, I didn't write music. Like the last time I wrote music, uh, like there was years, I think it was almost like 10 years. I didn't write like music anymore. And la- like, it was like a last year, like during, like I wrote a song like during COVID yeah. and that was like the, like the next time I actually wrote something. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it just shows you like how, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's crazy because it's, you get there and it's, it's such an important part, whether it's in school and you're getting a grade on it or whether it's, you know, you're drawing a picture for your mom. Like there's such a sense of, I know I keep coming back to this, but like vulnerability and exposure and like, this is, this is something I've created. Yeah. Um, and I know Lindy and I talk about it a lot. And her, she says her skin's gotten a lot tougher since she's designed clothes for us for yeah. multiple years. But at the very beginning of it, I mean, thankfully, if anybody knows kind of the history of Latch Mama, you know, I quote unquote designed clothes, which was like literally drawing pictures and trying to explain to them to our manufacturers. And I was the face and I was the model and I was like everything for the first, I don't know what, two to three years of the company. So by the time I started introducing others 
to the process and opening them up to the world of social media and yeah. saying, hi, I want you to put your ideas out there and I want you to put your creativity and your bodies and your faces out there. At that point, I had become a little bit more hardened to it mm-hmm. and was able or I am able to kind of walk people through it a little bit more. But I don't know. It's so hard. It's so hard to watch Lindy sometimes now say like, eh, I have a thick skin to it, knowing that like it still hurts us all. Like mm-hmm. it still hurts us all when people not only give like the feedback, I think part is okay, especially when you're selling something or yeah. you're trying to get a grade on something or something like that. But like the idea that people sometimes lose the, uh, the fact that anytime something creative creative is done you're sharing a part of yourself yeah with other people um and whether it's at you know age four or five or six or age 20 or age you know 40 now running a company there's there's such a moment of confidence that comes along with it but at the same time you know vulnerability and exposure um you know to yourself so you know what what one great thing of that one great thing about being here is one thing I've noticed is, you know, like with Lindy, like we're also like protective of her. Yeah. So like when someone like craps on some, like some like <laughs> stupid thing, we're like, what are you talking about? Like Lindy's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. And she's, I mean, she's grown so much too. And I think yeah. we all grow through feedback, especially when, like I said, it's a job. Like I'm not comparing like, you know, you drawing a picture that's from your heart or Lindy designing something, you know, to like the idea that we're trying to make a product for, you know, consumption. You're trying to draw pictures that connect with people online and, you know, Lindy's trying to design clothes, but yeah, I mean, we're super protective of her just because we're close enough with her that we realize that the creative aspect of what she does or what you do or what I do, or I mean, so many people, you know, contribute creatively, create, I, creatively just, guys yeah. create creatively creatively <laughs> yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. really pregnant so <laughs> no, that's in, case okay. nobody, in case nobody knew like my brain is now just housing a human being and it's not worrying about I get how it. i say things <laughs> but um you know i i think that a lot of it is lost on the fact that like still everything is coming from you know a place of you know contribution you know it's like a gift i think it's every time we draw something or make something or share something we get something out of it um but at the same time you know when you hand it to other people you know we have to hand it in a way that's you know that's soft and yeah sometimes like i wish that like they could see like i think I wish people could see like the heart that goes into things. Like I remember there's been so many times, like even like with Lindy Mm -hmm. where, um, you know, when we were coming into the office before COVID, like more, I, we would actually, I would actually get to see more of her process, like her talking to you. Uh And I would just see like how she'd be like, Oh, you know, um, she just puts so much like thought into things like little things like, okay, you know, like, you know, if a mom is struggling with this, like I want to create this design to help her with this or make her feel beautiful because of this. Yeah. And like, so I think that's kind of part of why we're so like protective of each other. And I've noticed she'll do it with me. Like whenever, like maybe like somebody like says something mean, like on one of my drawings, like she'll like slack me and be like, Lila, you're so talented and stuff. (laughs) And I'm like, thank you. It's so, but it just shows the way that we can be so much more supportive in the sense that like 
we all are creative. Every mm, yeah, single human yeah. being on this planet is putting some sort of themselves out there. Yes. And if we're not, I can tell you that it's like the secret to happiness and mm-hmm. fulfillment. Yeah. Like it's find some place mm-hmm. to be creative. Um, and when you do it and when you decide then to go share it with people, I think that especially in the mom space, we need to be receptive and we need to be celebratory and we need to say, Hey, this is awesome that you found your way here. Um, you know, I think it's great that, you know, creative things are part of your life. Um, I don't know. Like there's, there's just such an element of exposure that comes along with it that I think that we need to not forget as human beings. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, there was one thing I really wanted to make sure I brought up is that like creativity doesn't have to be like big, Uh you know, like, um, it, you know, like I do the graphic design. It doesn't have to look like that. You know, yep. it doesn't have to be like illustrating like a huge picture. Yep. Um, like we talked about like, um, kind of feeling like you lose it, like when you become a mom and I definitely went through that uh-huh. and um like going through a phase where, um, I felt like, you know, the, like I'd lost my identity as Lila and yep. that all I was was Henry's mom. Yep. Which happens to so many people. Yeah. So I remember thinking like, you know, I just need to do something small. And for me, it started off as just like journaling. And there would be days when I wouldn't feel like writing three pages. So there, like looking back, I had like, I'll look at my journal from like three years ago and you know, it would be Henry be like completely asleep and I would be like, have like a lamp on and like, write Like I am totally exhausted today. I haven't slept for like 36 hours, Henry puked on me today. Hope <laughs> things are better tomorrow. <laughs> and it can be that, like it can be that simple Absolutely. because yeah. you know what? You'll look back and be like, wow. Like you, you'll, you'll appreciate that you wrote like, Oh, my son barfed on me today. Absolutely. And that you took the time for yourself yeah. to, to literally find some way yeah. to put your words and your thoughts into something. Yeah. Like it can be so simple. It can be scrapbooking, yeah. you know, that can be uh, doodling. Yeah. It can be like bullet journaling. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it can be taking a shower and putting an outfit together. Yeah. I mean, it can be so many different things and you know, people will reach out in the group and be like, I feel great today. Like, look, uh, look at the outfit I put together. Or yeah. I feel great today. I, I don't know why, like I went and I bought myself flowers, like all of that is creative. Like yeah. all of that is bringing something else to your life that may be missing. Um, but I mean, I think it's true. I think we lose a lot of ourselves um, on the other side of motherhood. And I don't think our first place we go, our first place is also, you know, sleep and help and food mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, which I think is very important. But I think we also need to really, really consider where those creative places are as well that we can find because it opens up a whole nother part of kind of your psyche and your confidence and stuff. Yeah. I was like listening to a podcast. I don't remember what it was about, but they were talking about just like human needs. Uh Like once your basic needs are covered, like there is like, that's like kind of the next step for happiness and um, like is, is like finding like a purpose or, or creating yeah. something, fi- some sort of hobby. So, um, that's one, one of the things I struggle with is like, I, I will talk to, um, uh, I'll encounter people who, when they find out what I do, they're like, you know, how do you have time to, to do that as like a mom? Like, I just don't have that time. And that kind of breaks my heart. Cause, um, I feel like I, at, at least for me, I feel like I have to make it kind of a priority because if I'm not, um, 
being creative in some fashion. Like I'm not my best self. So I don't feel like I'm able to like show Henry like, or my husband, like my best self, because that's actually a part of parenting is taking care of yourself. Um, and if I don't do that, if I'm not, then what Henry sees is an unhappy mother. And that's the last thing I want. And I think one thing that's also great about doing things for yourself in that way, like, you know, when Henry sees me draw, like he wants to try it or he, you know, and that leads him on to something that he wants to do. It doesn't necessarily have to be exactly what I'm doing. Like my husband's also really creative. Like he, um, (laughs) he plays, okay. So he's really into Warhammer. Okay. And so what he does is, is that that a video game? It's like a tabletop, um, like Like uh, dungeons and dragons. Um, like there's a story element to it, but it's okay. like, it's this like world, it's supposed to be like in the future okay. and oh my goodness, I'm going to butcher this and he's going to, and his, his friends are gonna be like, Lila, you told the story wrong, <laughs> but yeah, it's like okay. supposed to take place in the future and there's like, does it just say set up on a tabletop? Yeah. Like and, he built, Henry, he doesn't, built, Henry doesn't touch it. Oh, he does. That's what I'm saying. It's like he builds, like Jared will build terrain and these, and, and he actually has to build up the like the the char- the little wow. characters and okay. he paints them. He actually knows like more about color theory than I do. Like wow. there's been times I've been like coloring and I'd be like, "Honey, like I'm really struggling to make this skin tone look real." And he's like, "Well, you know, you got to get the undertones." And like that's I'll go to Jared. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at it. And then Henry like loves it. And so Jared has ones that he he'll let Henry play with. Yeah, okay. And like it was really cute. Like the other day, like he'll create these little stories with it and you know, if Jared didn't do that, then Henry wouldn't have like see these like like the terrain and like these little characters and then create little stories with it. And yeah. so it like I don't know, like I guess the best way I can say is that like um create creativity like creates more creativity Absolutely. or like or yeah. like gives birth to more creativity because you know s- you're inadvertently going to be inspired by other people's creativity and not to say that like Jared and I do anything super profound or anything, but we try to like be ourselves and do the things that we love because we know that it will inspire Henry to be like, okay, it's okay for me to do the things that I love. You know, I've learned personally, because this has been like what a six year journey now with Latch Mama that like when I feel like I'm in a funk or when I feel like, like things just aren't great. If I, make sure I come into the office or Mm -hmm. I make sure that I write copy or I make sure that I go back to our why, or I go visit the group and tell them what's happening in my life. Or I find a way to insert my creativity back in here because (laughs) the machine is so big and wonderful and full of so many awesome people who, you know, give themselves to me every day and the brand that sometimes my creativity isn't needed anymore. And I'll look at Lindy and be like, I need a design. Show me, you know, show me swatches. Like let's pick stuff out because sometimes, although this is my creation and, you know, my place that I set up to be able to be creative, you know, sometimes I forget to do it. And it's so interesting what after a day in the office, especially now on the other side of COVID, how I feel versus if I'm at home or, you know, really not trying to leave that kind of really safe space and actually put myself out there. Yeah. Um, but like, it doesn't have to be 
like just like what you just said, like it doesn't have to be, you know, a company or clothing or whatever. It literally can be just going on Pinterest and finding a new recipe for dinner. Yeah. Like that's, that is one of my favorite things is turning up the music and like literally, I mean now standing barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen, but just making a new recipe. And I don't even care if my kids eat it. Like, I mean, it is what it is, but you know, just literally trying to find a way to just do something new and to do something different. And, um, I challenge everybody out there to go and, uh, and to try and think of, think of it differently. Don't think of yourself as that, as I just said, my, you know, second grade self, who's not good with puff paint, like let go of all of that stuff and go out and just try something new. Yeah. Like, I mean, like it's, you know, not even just moms. Like I would encourage your partners to to do it too. Cause like my husband, like he's like during COVID, he's learned how to mix drinks. He's learned how to cook. It's awesome. And so like every day he's like, Hey babe, can you try this? It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's just finding another hobby. Like it's finding yeah. something to do that, um, you know, it was great. Like I've always watched my sister-in-law and I, I love this about her, but anytime that she pulls the sidewalk chalk out for the kids and she's, she draws and she's just, she's great with it. Yeah. Um, but she'll just draw a beautiful picture right next to the kids. Like she'll just pick up a piece of chalk too. And I know it's probably something she does because it brings her joy, but it's gorgeous, whatever she comes up with. And it's just, it's so cool. It's just taking those extra five minutes to kind of do something for yourself and see what it feels like on the other yeah, side. Yeah, And just not having, um, and, I don't know, like don't put any, not, not putting so much pressure on yourself yep, to like, absolutely. cause that's something I struggled with. And that's probably why I didn't write songs for 10 years because I had this, like, I'd like force myself to, um, or like I told myself, you know, if it's not perfect, yeah. then it's not good enough for me to even like put yeah. out or even create. Like I didn't want to do something if I didn't know it was going to be great. And that's just so silly because the only way you're going to be great is if you practice like that whole, like practice makes perfect is really like a true thing. You got to like, you have to do like a bunch of like really crappy (laughs) versions of things before you become great. And I think we've also become a society that everything we do has to be Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook worthy. Like, yeah, absolutely not. Like it doesn't have to be like, let the kids pour the sprinkles all over the funfetti cake. If that's what their sibling wants for their birthday. And it may not be, you know, something you can throw on Instagram because it's a beautiful, you know, cake, but it's where they're finding their creativity. Yeah. So like like last night I had, (laughs) I got my function of beauty. I got sucked into that <laughs> function what is of that? it's okay. So it's like you create, like you customize your own shampoo. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it was cool. all That's the, in, all the influencers are doing in it. <laughs> yes. 99 cent Walmart suave. <laughs> That's probably what I like. Even my husband's like, honey, why are you still buying this? <laughs> but they said you like stickers to decorate your, um, seriously. Yes. And like last night I was like, here you go, Henry. Wow. And so Henry was so excited. He's like, mommy, look, I put like, and he would like tell me what everything was like, mommy, this is a pineapple. And he'd like oh, put it on there. So cute. <laughs> and so it was actually, that was one of see, this is, you know, creativity also helps with parenting because, because of that, Jared and I were able to eat dinner in peace and Henry just sat there happy as a clam putting stickers on my shampoo bottle. I may or may not have watched a child draw on a wall so I could eat with two. There you go. Yes. I mean, come on, embrace it. Embrace it where it's at. Yep. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Um, Anybody, please reach out if you guys have any questions um, and make it happen. Go do something that you haven't done in a while that brings you joy. Thanks for coming. Thank you.